And as I put out there a little earlier, is it too early? Is it ever really too early to start drinking? Ebo, I could turn that over to you at this point. No, it is not. <laughs> it's, it's not. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I got up this morning. I heard your question about snow blowing. <laughs> uh, is, is it too early to snow blow at 5 a.m.? No, it's not. What do you mean? By the way. Bill. If you, if you have to go to work... And you got to snow blow your driveway, and you get up at, you know, you got to leave at six, and you got to snow blow your driveway. It, as long as it's not like an hour's worth of snow blowing, I will say this: I waited until eight a.m. See, there, there you go. You're a nice neighbor. I wait. Well, I don't go on the air, and I work at home, so it's <laughs> like you know, what the hell, you know, no big deal. But I, I did wait. But I did have neighbors. Uh, one neighbor who goes to work early in the morning. He was out at four thirty. Oof. And I heard it, and it was like, okay, I know what he's doing. I'm going back to bed. I was, I got it. Quite frankly, I was shocked that we got that much snow. How I don't much know how you much you guys get? got. We got like a couple inches. What'd you guys get? I, I've got about six inches in the backyard. Oh wow! I, I I was shocked because they said anywhere from two to four inland, and then the closer to the lake you got, it was going to be more significant. And I, it was one of those snows that just was light. It was fluffy, and it just kept going up yeah. because there's not a lot of wind. And my, it's beautiful outside. I mean, it's 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 really neat. But it was uh, one of those snows that just kept building up and up and up and up. And uh, if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, there you go. You're you're seeing it. But if you look at the table and look at the back of the chair, my chair, there's about six inches of snow perfectly laid on the top of the back oh, of the yeah, chair. Oh yeah, look at that. I'm checking it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 a nice. It was, snow. it was significant. It's a beautiful. It is. Snow. It is. Good. It was really nice. And the best part about it is. Low 40s next week. It'll be gone by the end of the week next week. So I'm, I'm good with that. Those snows are great. I, I don't mind those at all. It's a nice, it even looks nice on the Tiki Bar roof. It does. You know, it's a nice little. It's like an nice oxymoron, though, like a Tiki Bar and snow. It's like, you know, it's different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's, uh, it, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with that. Uh, it is a little well, bit let, of an oxymoron. Let me ask you this, Bill. When it comes yes. to, um, you know, snow blowing, now I get up at 4 a.m. just because, you know, I'm, you know, I have a morning right, show. Right. So on the weekend, if someone were to snow blow at 5 a.m., I'd be a little salty just because I'm trying to get a couple extra Z's. Uh, then I don't necessarily have to go to the gun range because <laughs> I can just do it right out of my window. What about, though, mowing the yard? Like, is, is there a certain oh, time no, for that? no. No, mowing the yard is an after 8 a.m. experience. Yes, thank you, yes. Yes, yeah, if you're mowing, put it this way. It, unless, now, the only time I've ever used my tractor at night, because I have lights on my tractor, is when I've had people over and I'm hauling wood up to the fire pit. That's it. Otherwise, if you get up and you start cutting your grass and have to use your headlights on your tractor, you are an SOB. You are that neighbor that everybody hates. I, that I completely agree with. Completely I had a story. Agree. There's a guy over here that uh, he's like, I had, uh, there's always someone firing up a lawnmower like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, and I couldn't figure it out. It didn't matter what season it was. Turns out he was using it to ride to the bar back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I get you, that. Now, if you're on the road, if I'm not mistaken, you can get a DUI. Yeah, yeah, totally. On, on a tractor. I mean, there was a guy that, uh, God, it was in Waukesha years ago. And this has to be maybe 10, 12 years ago. He got one on a bike. He hit a fire hydrant. Like a bicycle? He was on a bicycle. And he was like weaving around on the road and cars are blowing horns at him. And he ended up crashing into a fire hydrant. I think he got an operating under the influence on a public thoroughfare with a pedal bike because he was that hammered. (laughs) And he he tried to fight it. And they're like, dude, you can ride a bike, but not down. You're in the middle of the road. 
And that was the problem. He was in the middle of the road, and when he got a horn blown at him, he ran into a fire yeah, hydrant. I don't know if this is possible or not, and I asked it this morning. I never found an answer. Can you get a Dewey on a horse? Like, Can you get, can, can you get operated like, That's a good question. on a horse? I, I would assume not. I'm going to look it up. I will say this. You, you, now, have you been to spring training in Arizona? You've been to Arizona, Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do, have you made it up to Cave Creek? Yeah, that, that Packer bar in the middle of nowhere? Yes. Oh, yeah. Cave Creek, where they have the rodeo riding on Wednesday nights. The Cowboys come out of the mountains up there, and they because there are hitching posts, good old-fashioned hitching posts. And these guys will come down and get plowed and then jump back on a horse and ride back up into the mountains. So I've always wondered, can you get a DUI on a horse? I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to try and Google it. I'll get the research department on it. So i got to ask you something, Evo. Yeah. Did anybody... This is one of those, I don't do it very often, okay? But yesterday when I went on the air and I said 50 million, people ripped the blank out of me. Oh, yeah. Saying, I saw you're crazy. It. Where'd you get the number? You're an idiot. You're lying. The whole thing. And then today it's all over the place. Diana Rossini has it. Uh, Bleacher Report has it. Ian Rappaport said, confirmed it from David Dunn. Everybody's had it. Has anybody called him and go, Damn, how did Bill figure that out? You know what, Bill? They did not. In fact, this is like just – here, I'm going to be – I'm always honest. I'm always honest. So, Bill, when you had the report initially uh, of during the draft, right, when the Niners and Rodgers wanted right. to trade, yada, yada, like it was so crazy of a story. Like I'm like – and you unfortunately were gone that day taking care of some personal matters, and I was filling in for you, and you gave me the information. And I was like – I was leery to say it because I didn't, I didn't know if it was like right or not. You know, I'm like, all right, right. it's Bill's show. He told me to do it. I'll do it. And I, even – I was like doubting it a little bit, right? Yeah. And then it all came true. It all came to fruition. So when you yeah. said this yesterday, and I'm like, I, I doubted Bill once. I don't think I can do it again. And Bill, it's all over the place now. $50 it's, million. Dollars. Yeah, it's everywhere. $50 million bucks is what he wants. And uh, the, um, the from what I understand, and I got a little clarity on this last night, this was something that the Packers and David Dunn have worked out. This is the deal. And Aaron has not signed it yet. Fifty the Packers mil. Have, fifty million. That's uh, so because I asked. I said, "Well, is this Rogers wanting this, or is this the Packers wanting to make him the highest paid?" Because I don't know how you can possibly do both. And I'd said at the time that if he wants this big, con- I got wind of it like a week ago, and I even said, "There's no way," because this is stupid. And so I. I you know, like I said the other night, I got a I got a call, and my my buddy called me and said, "Hey, this is this is real." And he says, "Bill, I've seen the contract." And I went, "Wow, man!" I, you know, and I I know he knows people because they got people in that office. And so I I, I called him yesterday, or actually, I take that back. I texted him, and he called me back yesterday afternoon. He's like, "No, this is," he said, "I don't know who demanded this first, but this is the deal." And he said, and Rodgers is yet to sign it because he's waiting to find out about Devontae and how they're going to bring everybody else back. Because he would like to see Zedarius and Preston and Randall, everybody back, is what he told me. I I said, how? Yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you. Do you want me to set up the Bill Michaels apology table so you can just sit there and people can come and say, hey, Bill, sorry I doubted you? I had a guy ripping me to where I blocked him yesterday (laughs) uh, over on the Bud Light live stream, and I blocked him, and people were ripping this guy. And um, so I I blocked him, and he he comes back as whatever different troll of the week he's going to make a name up and and do it all the time. But every time, because I know how he writes, every time I see him now, if he doesn't come back and go, Man, you were right. 
I am going to block him. I'm going to permanently block him. I'm going to find his IP address and block his IP address. He'll never be a part of this program again. Uh, I, I just, I like I said, I got a little clarity. I understand it. Um, I know they're going to kick some money down the road this year. The salary actual hit will be more minimal, but it make no mistake about it. It's a four to five year deal at fifty million a year. And there, I think if now I don't know about the rider because we were talking about there's a rider that makes him the highest paid player continuously because um, somebody eventually is going to top that. We all know that. Uh, that's what's happened with Aaron over the years is that Aaron will sign a deal and then a year later Jared Goff gets more money or something, you know. But I, I think there we were talking about the possibility of a rider over the next three years that make guarantees he'll be the highest paid player. So I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how it works. Um, I, I couldn't tell you, but it's just it's mind numbing that he said it wasn't about the money and that he is literally, in my opinion, trading legacy for cash. And it's it's. There is not one player, and I, I know you uh, played Greg Jennings, and, and Greg Jennings, look, Greg Jennings is a lightning rod because him and Aaron did not get along. He tried to mend the fence with Aaron. Aaron held the grudge and basically yeah. blew him off, and that's fine. And then basically he's doubled down. He's like, you know what? You want to blow me off? That's fine. I will tell the dirty details about you. You are this this rock of rejection. You are this guy that holds grudges. You are a petty, petty, petty individual. You can't get along with your family. You want all the money. Screw you. All that. Look, I applaud him. That's fine. If he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth. And it's a lot of stuff that I think that we know, but we don't want to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to hear it about your guy. But it, the more you come to, to, to learn... And the more it kind of, it, it very slowly leans in that direction. It's like, man, what, what the hell is Rogers thinking? This is what I don't. You know, get. I don't get this. Like, if it was like Kirk Cousins and Greg Jennings were saying this stuff, we'd be dying laughing. Like, it'd be awesome. But right, yeah, I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. Like, I, I like Aaron Rodgers. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, you know, I just. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Rogers guy, but the fifty million dollars I don't understand. The guy that models his diet now after Tom Brady, right? You can model your diet right. of doing all these certain exercises, and you don't eat you know certain foods and avocado ice cream, whatever. How can you not model? Because Rogers is a smart guy. He's very cerebral. How can you not model what Tom Brady had done of contracts of taking team friendly deals to help the boys out around you? That's what I don't understand. I that I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I, I think, and this was brought to my attention yesterday when we were talking, and, and I, I said I can't imagine that he's that diabolical, but this was the thought, that Rodgers, for the remainder of his career, next three to four or five years, will take this amount of money, continually restructure until he walks away. And then whatever quarterback there is after him, he's basically guaranteeing two years of non-success because they'll have to pay Rodgers. He's basically sabotaging whoever comes in behind him. Think about that. And I thought, is he that diabolical? Is he that petty to make sure that whatever he does, he lives up to the lore of wins and losses, and whoever comes behind him does not? If he wins and, the Super Bowl, is it worth it? Oh, uh, yeah. Which, if he wins a or or numerous, yeah, I think it's worth it. Trends, I, to trends, him, it is. Trends would say it probably is not going to happen, but <laughs> right. But but that's just it. If he say he takes a team friendly deal of twenty million this year, which there's you know then another so many millions in signing bonus and roster bonus and stuff that doesn't necessarily hit you directly into the cap, and you kick that can down the road, whereas over the next five years you have ninety million due or something like that, some crazy number. 
and then you do it again in two years, and you win a Super Bowl in, the, in the, either this coming year or the year following, and then all that money comes due, well, he can walk away, get paid, and leave and say, okay, at the age of 40 or 41, I'm out. Talk to you later. I've got two Super Bowls, four MVPs. I'm the best quarterback ever in Green Bay Packer history because I've got two Super Bowls in the modern era. I'm tied with Bart Starr and my records and my numbers and such are so much better. And that's what he wanted. That's what he wanted years ago was to be known as the greatest quarterback in Green Bay Packer history. So he would then walk away and thus sabotage the next quarterback because you're not going to win for at least a year or two until they get this salary cap right. And and there is thought that this guy is that diabolical to make sure that whoever follows him has absolutely no shot at winning, not for a while, because he didn't win right away. He did, he brought the team to 500, but he didn't win right away. Let the next guy try to figure it out, and then let them figure out the cap for a couple of years after the fact. And by then, him, Bakhtiari, Devontae, everybody's coming to the end of their deal. They can all walk away hand-in-hand hand together. And that was brought to my attention, and I'm like, wow. I You'd have to be a really self-centered SOB with your middle finger in the air to to the franchise that has treated you so well, so supposedly, to, to do something like that. Now, again, that's the extreme. But if you're thinking $50 million a year and you're going to kick that can down the road, eventually that bill comes due. And it's not out of the realm of possibility that when he walks away, he would basically handcuff handcuff this this franchise so it's it's just a thought but 50 million a year numerous outlets now confirm it and uh, kind of what we were talking about yesterday lives on today's one of those days and i that's my headline today effing money and we all need a drink because the money is the issue and paying everybody for green bay is rogers deal money is the issue with mlb money is the issue with mlbpa we're just like money wore ass out right now that's where we're at uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. we got a lot more to get to. Uh, Mike Clemens, by the way, going to be live in studio with me today. He's going to join me here in the studio. Uh, and at some point, I, I don't know, i got to check with him, but Peter Bukowski, uh, Bukowski is going to be joining us, too. We'll talk more about this with him as well. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer, the new Bud Light Seltzer. I think we could all use some of that right now, honestly. A uh, little light, refreshing drink during the day. Get that, get that good on, and then later on tonight, yeah. Face first into whatever else it is you're going to go with. But Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show continues on. Beautiful scene outside. A little bit of snow last night. Bright, sunny day today. And it, uh, today is a day that uh, I recommend uh, beverages after we've uh, talked so much about money and and greed and MLBPA and the MLB and Rogers getting $50 million a year. And it is what it is. So drink up. Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Um. I and again, I it's almost borderline, and I had said this yesterday. It's almost like Rogers fatigue, where we're at right now, and all of this. Um, I, it, and it's a mixed bag. Uh, Dennis says I'm getting tired with this whole Aaron Rodgers drama all over again. As good as he is, he can only claim one Super Bowl. I get it. He does give Green Bay another shot. However. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. They also need to stay competitive on defense, and that costs money as well. Aaron doesn't seem to realize that. Uh, 
Richard says, just ignore it. There's no drama. <laughs> really, there's not. I mean, until he makes, um, uh, until he makes a decision, um, in the next, what, uh, 12 days or whatever it is. Um, it is what it is. We know, we know it's coming. We know it's coming. And so I, you know, it's, it's, he's going to make a decision. The off season will then begin to, you know, go in the direction of the Green Bay Packers financially when it comes down to who they want to keep and who they don't want to keep and who they have to cut and don't want to cut and what they're going to work out. We all know that. Um, uh, this one's from Alan says, uh, why is anybody believing these reports when practically every single one that has come out this year and last year about Rogers, he laughed at with McAfee, but Alan, it was true. He gave, I mean, Mark Murphy said we had to go out and talk to him. Matt LaFleur flew out. Brian Gutekinds flew out. We all knew that was true, right? Some reports, some of the cause some of the goofy things, yeah, he said wasn't true. But it it, uh, it it is true. I mean, he didn't want to come back. He said he wasn't coming back two days until training camp. He wasn't coming back. I mean, I don't know what to, what you're saying isn't. Be specific. Um, Mark also says, I feel like I'm a fan of his, but I feel like he's gone to the extreme with his actions the last couple of years. Sure, he's an amazing quarterback, but he has not been able to deliver on a Super Bowl, and ultimately that's what it's all about. And if he can't win the big one, then why would we want to pay him? You know? Um, this one says, uh, the team is working on getting key players locked down. No one ever said... It was about one guy, uh, but you're pretending that we want him gone, and maybe you do, but that's why uh, I'm not believing this. Um, Ed, that's fine. I mean, I, I don't know what you want to say. I mean, they're right now, why did they restructure uh, Aaron Jones? They restructured Kenny Clark. They're saving money. I mean, I don't know what, what it is. You're, you're, is it just the fact that your team – could possibly stink if they pay Aaron Rodgers all this money up front. Is that what it is? Is that we're all going to sit here as Packers fans and watch one guy make a ton of money and the team just isn't going to be good? You don't want to believe anymore? Is that what your problem is? I mean, I don't know why why it is what it is. Um, Mike says, uh, I believe that Rodgers is going to sign a deal worth $50 million, but they'll figure out a way to massage the money. It's not going to cost him anywhere nearly as much. Um, and then they'll be able to put a team around it for the next couple of years. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Kenny. Kenny, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Oh, not much. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Just a couple opinions on uh, Rodgers. I don't know. In the last two years, he's just flopped. You know, why award him with $50 million? Take that money, trade him somewhere, you know, and take that money, bolster up the defense and get yourself some more weapons and just go from there. It's just getting old to listen to him. So your thought on that, and thank you, and have a good day. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do so. I And, again, it's um, – I'm not – a mathematician. I don't do these things for a living. I just know that, you know, I do know 
Put it this way. I do know guaranteed money is guaranteed. At some point, it all comes due. At some point, it all comes due. There's no denying that. So you can figure the math. You can fudge numbers. You can turn it into signing bonus. You can turn it into restructure. You can turn it into whatever it is you want. But at some point, guaranteed money is guaranteed money. It is. It has to be paid. And guaranteed money does count. So that's why I'm saying I don't know how you manipulate the 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 uh, salary cap to make all of that fit in a certain period of time. Now, again, it could be $50 million a year, but it could be $50 million a year, but only $20 million guaranteed or something like that. Well, the, well, that's a friendly deal. You can do that, sure. You know, on paper, you're making $50 million a year, but technically you're not. Right? Um... Yeah, this one's from Steven. He said, I think after the past couple of seasons, Aaron realized that no matter how good any team is that he puts around him, he isn't going to win a Super Bowl, so might as well get paid. Uh, he's definitely the best regular season quarterback of all time. Last offseason was his denial phase. This offseason is his acceptance. That goes for us fans as well. Um, and this one says, I hope Goody reads... The negotiation book, this is a classic situation where you say, how am I supposed to do that? Tell me. Walk me through it. A-Rod uh, will either see the absurdity of the request or come up with a solution. It's got to be a win-win. I, I've said that from the beginning. It's a very frank conversation. You sit down, you call him up, or you fly out, and you say, this is what it is. If David Dunn wants to be there, this is what it is. You know, I, I don't know what you want as a team if there's a certain amount of money that's guaranteed, I don't know as a team how you can afford everybody. And the other the other thing, look, if, if it's one player saying, I want mine, I understand it. It's very difficult to say, I want mine, and I want this guy, that guy, and that guy also to get paid. Because you know you can't do that. that that's just not a, a realistic possibility. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to do so. Don't forget about our friends over at the Water Doctors. They have uh, the Connecticut Water Softening System. Best water softening system out there. I use it every day, uh, not only for washing clothes and stuff, but it cleans up the shower heads. Uh, and when I had old water buildup in this house prior to that system being installed, took it took all the calcium deposits right away. But I drink it every day, and it's fantastic. That's the best part about it. I drink a ton of water. I drink about, God, I don't know, about 90 ounces of water a day, and I love it. I love the fact that I've got that system in my home. The Connecticut Water Softening System, nothing better. Call our friends at the Water Doctors, John Atley over there. They're in Waukesha. They service a lot of different areas. 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733, and they help veterans. They make donations to the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy. They hope you will as well. Check out their website, h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h2theletterodoctors.com. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on on a Friday. Let me say something. Look, if, if you don't want to believe that Rogers people are discussing a $50 million deal, that's fine. I don't remember any player ever saying... I want a certain amount of money. Ebo, when was the last time you heard a player say, I, this is what I want? This is the amount of money I want? God, uh, it, 
I can't remember. I, I remember I Tom Brady like, giving Adams away money. He, yeah, I know De- Devontae Adams has said, I want to get paid. But he's never given a specific amount, but yet the reports are that he wanted anywhere from twenty six to thirty five million a year. I've always heard of like people wanting to get paid and then like when the details come out, like they met somewhere in the middle where both sides were happy. Like that's the most right. things I've ever heard. Right. But it's usually they it's their representation. It's their people. And people say, Well, they didn't say it. It doesn't mean it doesn't it's not true. And and that's what people are finding hard to believe, is that I can't believe you would want this. Okay, then don't believe it. But I, that, people are mad about this. I don't know why. I don't know why people are shocked. I don't know why people are upset. Other than the fact that you're looking at a quarterback who said it wasn't about the money. Maybe it's because they're owners. You know, they just sold all yeah. that stock. You know, we got a lot of new owners, and they're just finding out that being an owner of an NFL franchise is kind of tough sometimes. Aaron says, uh, Aaron Wayne over on the Facebook fan page says, please tell me where Rogers admitted he wants $50 million a year. Has he ever admitted he wanted anything? Has he ever stated it? He's never stated. He's never stated money at all. He's never talked about money, ever, other than to say it's not about the money. He's never, but yet he signed three or four deals in which his people wanted him to be the highest paid player in football. It does. It, that's what's so mind boggling, and this is something that's happened time and again. And people say, "Well, this this time it's not true." Yeah, it is. Now maybe that's what he wants. Maybe they end up signing him for, you know, $40 million. I don't know. But it's not Put it this way. The I'll take less money to stay here and win championships narrative is gone. Unless he, unless his people are doing this for some big Pat McAfee laugh to say, no, I'm going to take $10 million total and, I, you know, whatever. Um, no. This, this, he's never talked about money, ever. He's ne- now, as far as I know, he's never said, and I've been covering him since the day he walked through the door, whether it's in person or from far away. He has never said, "I want this amount of money. I want to be the highest paid player. I want to. I have to be the highest paid." He's never said that. His people have, and that's what you have people for. But he's never said it ever. But he's been the highest paid player numerous times when he signed contracts. I don't know why that's so tough for people to believe. Um, Alex says, oh, my God, it's the tractor watch all over again. Alex, you're, you're kind of right, but you know he's coming back. You know, the tractor watch was, will he or will he not retire? That's That was Brett Favre. Rodgers is playing again, and I still think they work something out. I do. I, I still think that the best situation for him is in Green Bay. I think they're going to end up franchising. I would like to see them work out a long-term deal with uh, with Devontae, but I think they're going to end up franchising Devontae. I, I just do. Um, but I, I go back to what Brian Gutekind said. There was a couple of things that he said specifically. When he was asked about the, the franchise tag, he said, quote, we're reluctant to use it. It's a tool, but we'd love to come to an agreement. We want to exhaust all options before we even get to that point. So to me, between now and uh, the 8th, uh, I think they are going to have a lot of serious discussions with Devontae Adams. But what they have to do is the minute you tag them, you got to be under the cap. So that's the reason they're, they're, they're scrambling right now to get money, to get money back because they've got to get under the, as far as I know, I think you, you can't franchise somebody if you, you're over the cap. So I think that's why they're scrambling to get under the cap 
to make those types of moves to be able to bring him back if they do if they have to end up franchise tagging him. Uh, but Gutekinds did say, I don't feel pressure to get the Adams deal done. Uh, and then he said, normally, and again, th- this was the big statement to me. He said, normally we don't extend the cap, but he did go on to blame it on the pandemic and the reason for the cap, the situation, the way it is. They believe there's, quote, light at the end of the tunnel in two years. And he said, quote, we're at a point where we can compete for championships, which is the reason I believe they want to get all of this done, because they know they can put the band back together for a year or maybe two, possibly three and be good and competitive and possibly win a title or two along the way. And then if you get to a, put it this way, if you win, let's say they put it all together and they win a title this year. I really believe Rodgers comes back. And then if they win another one and say the next two years, I think at that point, if on the podium that night, Rodgers drops the mic and says, I'm out. Talk to you later. If they could do that. If they get to one and then win another one. I think he walks away. I don't think he plays till 45 if they win another couple of Super Bowls in the next three or four years. I don't think he. I don't think he's going to try to stick around and beat Tom Brady by playing to the age of 45. But him and Brady, he admires Brady. He likes Brady. He loves the way Brady conducts himself. Brady does a lot of things physically to keep himself in shape. Rodgers follows that same path. You know, he does. He he really looks up to Brady. This is the one area that he has been a lot different than Tom Brady when it comes to the monetary aspect of things. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Tom from Fairchild. Tom, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. Oh, great show. Love your show. Um, the one thing I haven't heard anybody say, talking about is, uh, you know, if Rogers were to be traded, who can afford them? They're always saying San Francisco. Well, they've got no draft picks. They say Denver, they're not really set up for that. The only one I see this year are the Giants with two number ones, and maybe they throw in some twos, and they send Jones over to us if he can be, you know, an NFL quarterback. Because he's going to love, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Right. No, I, I I'd completely like to see agree someone with that. Do a show. Yeah, I'd like to see someone do a show and say, well, you know the Jets can't do it. They don't have the draft capital. You know... Tampa Bay can't do it. It's always a speculation. Like San Francisco has no draft picks for two more years. Yeah, the um, well, you would end up giving away play, you know, players in return if you if you went to San Francisco. But I don't. I and probably you get Trey Lance in return. So you'd get what yeah, would deem, be deemed that. to be no, no. Uh, but uh, Denver is here's the other thing. Remember that if he does not like the deal and thinks you're just going to go bury him somewhere, unless he really has the Brett Favre wherewithal to be able to get out of a deal within a year to go play where he wants to play or put himself back on the free agent market, he could retire and you get nothing for him. Right. He takes the money, walks away. So yeah, that that's always what he has in his back pocket. Yeah, these yeah, right, appreciate Bill, it, man. Thanks, Tom. He's a guy. He's always has that in his back pocket. That if he decides to say, you know what, you're not going to screw me, I'll screw you. I'm retiring. Talk to you later, and walks away. I think he'd be content with that. So you're whatever you do, you've got to work out a deal that's good for everybody. Which is why you're not going to put him into a situation in the NFC. Not unless somebody would just completely knock your socks off for a deal. And that's why there's Denver. There's Pittsburgh, um, Indianapolis maybe, 
Um, you'd have to look at some of those because Denver's got all kinds of capital. I think they've been gearing up for this for a while if a deal doesn't get worked out and they don't end up making Rodgers happy. I think that, that Denver has been very quietly stockpiling things, waiting in the weeds, hiring Nathaniel Hackett, putting everything in place to say, come on, hey, if you can't work out a deal with this guy and you don't want him anymore, we're going to give you the best for him. We're going to take him. So we'll see. Uh, let's go to our buddy Mike in Whitewater. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, good morning, Billy. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, great, yeah. man. Doing good. Hey, if you get down to Colorado and tell Gino I said hi, we're coming down soon. Okay, I will. Uh, I got a question for you, like hypothetical. With all these guys yeah. restructuring their contracts, is there any animosity towards them restructuring so they can pay Rodgers more? Um, well, at this point, I don't know what Rodgers is going to end up getting, but it, they had to restructure deals to get under the cap anyway. So I, you know, they're doing this. I, you're still going to give your guaranteed money is your guaranteed money. You're still going to get that. They're just kicking cans down the road is all they're doing. Whether you get all your money this year or you get it in salary or you get it in signing bonus or roster bonus, you're going to get all your money. You still got guaranteed money. They're just moving it around basically. That's all they're doing. So I, if I'm a player and maybe I, instead of taking, all my this year, I'm getting some money next year. Eh, you know, maybe a little bit, but I think everybody understands that you just this is normal operating procedure in the NFL, and you had to get under the cap anyway. Okay, well, like you know, they want their quarterback and they want to keep together for the sake of right. our fans. <laughs> right, they're going through the '70s and '80s. I don't want that to happen again. Right. Oh God, no. I that I completely agree. Completely agree. Mike, I'll let Gino know. We might stop down there later tonight, man. We got a, uh, a gala downtown that we're going to, and then we're probably going to stop in there afterwards. So I'll let him know you're coming down. All right. Thanks, buddy. Have a great weekend. All right, buddy. You too. Talk to you soon. There you go. He drops off. You get on board 855-877-867-1670. When I said uh, doing this for a McAfee laugh, because everybody says that he goes on McAfee and laughs at everybody about the rumors. Uh, and uh, we talked to, to A.J. Hawk about this, about there are some things that are stated that just that, that aren't true. Um, this one, uh, when it comes to the amount of money, uh, and again, I this was something that, I, from what we understand, was put out there by both his people and uh, the Packers. I, I don't know who initiated it, but apparently that's the deal that's sitting there waiting for his signature. That's the $50 million. I don't know what the details are. I don't know how many years. I, I couldn't honestly tell you. Don't know. And I've said that. I just know that the $50 million a year has been the target. So when I said, you know, watch him come on McAfee and said, oh, I'd never, because some people seem to think that he's going to go on McAfee and laugh at everybody, which he does. But he did that when the immunization question came up, when he misled everybody. Oh, well, I never said that. It was up to the media to, to ask another question. Oh, I never did this. I never did that. Okay, but we know you do things cryptically. We know you have the Aaron Rodgers has the opportunity to say things. He doesn't. He walks the fence. And he likes the fact that everybody talks about him. And he likes the fact that everybody's trying to figure him out. And then when the narrative, he'll lead you in this direction. And when you start to go, okay, I think this is what he's thinking. He'll come back and go, ha, I never said that. You know, but it's like last year. He 
stated what was it kenny Maine? oh i i didn't uh didn't uh you know we're gonna we're not gonna talk about that i'm here for your last day kenny i'm here you know and everybody said well see he never said he was upset but he didn't show up came in two days before training camp and then went through the whole dissertation of yeah i was pissed off mark murphy confirmed it no san francisco never called about a trade shanahan confirmed yeah we did <laughs> we called yes we did that was part of the rub between him and Matt LaFleur. I mean, everything that was stated was true that he laughed at. It was all true. And if it wasn't, then why did Shanahan confirm it? Why did Mark Murphy confirm it? Why did Matt LaFleur confirm it? That, yeah, all this was going on. And Rogers just like, no, man, no, I I don't feel that way. I never, I you know. Okay. But that's, that's what I was talking about. People were saying he's just going to go on McAfee and laugh about it. Ah, Brady says, I could see the Eagles making a run at Roger. The only way that the Eagles would get him is if they just absolutely positively, and again, any NFC the team, they would have to absolutely blow the socks off of to make the deal so enticing that you have no choice but to make the deal, that it would be that crazy, you know? Um... Well, let's do this. We're a little bit late. I'm going to take a break and come back. I'll get more of your conversation. Uh, Peter Bukowski, uh, Bukowski, I should say, uh, going to be joining us from the Locked On Packers podcast coming up in about an hour from now. Mike Clemens, the last hour of the program, he's going to be joining us uh, here in studio. And you are right, Cindy. He's a complicated fellow. You are 100% correct. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip is giving away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Do you know how much a Chevy Tahoe is? It's about... Ten minutes of a game check for Aaron Rodgers. Probably probably even less than that. But for every minute he's on the field at $50 million, I would assume those things are about sixty-five to 75000 bucks. That's a lot of money, right? Maybe even more if you get the LTZ. So uh, Rodgers could fart and in that period of time make enough money to buy a Chevy Tahoe. That's the kind of money we're talking about. But if you want one, go to Quick Trip. Our friends at Quick Trip, use your Quick Rewards app, and you're good to go. You can get registered. Get a take-home, uh, hot take-home meal, or a Coca-Cola product, or Smart Water, or all of them. Combine it up, and you get more scratches, more opportunities, all that kind of good stuff. That's from our friends at Quick Trip. And today is a drinking day because we are tired of money. We're tired of the discussion. We're tired of the angst. We're tired of the drama. We get it. We get it. So stop in. They've got the beer caves inside many of the quick trips. Just go in there, kind of just look around and go, okay, I'm going to grab some Bud Light, and I don't know what else I'm going to grab, and seltzers maybe, and i do that. And Okay. And they just kind of stumble around and go, okay, i got to go home. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm drama out. i got to take my time and make it, make it a part of quick trip. They're good people over there, really good people over there. Longtime sponsor of the program as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. How we looking? On a Friday, beautiful Friday. I just uh, walked out towards the front of the house, uh, outside of the studio here, and saw the driveway finally melting. All the ice is starting to starting to go away. I love it. Got the front walk all clean, just in case an Amazon package shows up. I have no idea what I've ordered. I'm, I'm an Amazon freak. I just see something, or I'm like, oh, I could use that. I was sitting here, um, God, I guess it was Monday or Tuesday, and in the bar... Um, and for those that listen to the show, you know, I love a good cigar every now and then. And I, in the bar, I've got these old style bar stools. They're the old, like 
they call them the mate chairs, the first mate chairs. They're the wooden ones, and they've got, like, uh, black leather on them and rivets. And then they're the, the wooden, you know, I'd have to take a picture of them and show you. But uh, they're called the mate chairs, the first mate chairs. Anyway, um, so I love them. I love sitting at the bar. But every now and then, in a cigar lounge, you love to, like, sit down. Big leather chairs. And I've been looking at these chairs for a long time, and I just, I, at one of the local furniture stores, and I just, I, I could never pull the trigger. I could never spend that kind of money. But I, I would always send an inquiry on online. And like three days ago, four days ago, they called me up, or sent me a text, actually, and said, hey, um, we're changing out the seasonal stuff, and these chairs' display models are now really cheap. They went from like $1,200 a chair to like 100 bucks a chair. Would you be interested? Because they're floor models. I'm like, I'll take them because I'm going to smoke in them anyway. Who cares? So I, I I got that coming. I got a new desk coming. I got like a, a burner for the hookah coming. I've got another headset coming for the for the studio. I got another piece of equipment that I bought. I got a I got an auto tuner for the guitar coming. I got all kinds of stuff. And I was out there looking today, and I'm like, man, I, I should probably shovel the sidewalk because I don't want the Amazon guy to fall. So I am just kind of out there looking around today, like, yeah, I moved me some snow. Uh, that's right. That's right. I don't know why I got into that, but I did. Um, Pete says, tell Aaron Rodgers you would gladly give me $50 million bucks base salary, and you'll give him an additional $5 million for every playoff game he wins. Put his big mouth back on his, uh, along with his ego. Real men don't play little head games like he does. Probably why his relationships don't last. Wow, that's kind of scathing. Here's what I would do, though. I would take it to the opposite, Pete. I would say, Aaron, we'll meet you halfway. We'll give you $25 million. Up front, here you go. However, for every playoff game you win, we'll give you 10 If you win the Super Bowl, you'll get $15 million. So you have the opportunity to make beyond $50 million. Beyond $50 million. Now, if they end up being the, the number one seed again, it would only take two games plus a Super Bowl. So he would then, in essence, if you got 25, that would take you to, what, 30, 45. You could actually end up making $60 million. I do that. Now, the NFL won't allow that, obviously, but. If you could do that, there are incentives. Uh, if you make Pro Bowls and all that kind of stuff with incentives, you can do that. But that would be the perfect world. That will be the perfect world. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. You want to do so, go ahead. But that would be the perfect world. Because then you could say, okay, look, you're gonna, you know, you win a Super Bowl like you want to do, you make the money. You make the money, put your money where your mouth is, see what happens. But they're not gonna allow that. Uh this one is from Anthony who says, All of this is making my head hurt, and we're not even into the combine yet. <laughs> I know, the combine starts next week. I know, I get it. I understand that. I think what the off season is well, first of all, if we had pitchers and catchers and we had baseball games starting up this weekend and we had some things to discuss about the team, free agent moves, signings, I think we'd probably be in a little bit different place. Base, baseball would be more into the 
daily nomenclature than just the NFL. But the NFL reigns supreme, let's be honest. The NFL reigns supreme. I mean, until we really get down to the NBA playoffs or into March Madness, the NFL still owns it. And every day baseball sits out on the sidelines is a day we're not talking about baseball. I, yeah, I'll give you the calendar when we come back, kind of the thinking. I'll give you the calendar when we come back and see if it's not along the same lines as yours. 